Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, May 15th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. The U.S. Department of Commerce announced it was extending the temporary general license to let some transactions with Huawei continue for another 90 days. But the department also amended its export rules to require foreign companies that use U.S. chip-making equipment to obtain a U.S. license before supplying certain chips to Huawei or its subsidiary HiSilicon. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross said the amendment was made to close a loophole that allowed Huawei to use U.S. technology made at foreign fabrication sites. Wafers already in production by May 15th will still be allowed to ship to Huawei if shipped within 120 days. China's Global Times reports that the Chinese government is considering putting U.S. companies like Apple, Cisco, and Qualcomm on an unreliable entity list as a result of the new export rules. TSMC, meanwhile, announced it plans to build an advanced chip foundry in Arizona with support from both the state and the U.S. federal government. The fab is scheduled to start operating in 2024 and will produce 5 nanometer chips with a capacity of 20,000 wafers a month. TSMC says it will spend $12 billion on the project between 2021 and 2029. NVIDIA announced the Ampere GPU architecture for scientific computing, cloud graphics, and data analytics. The A100 is the largest 17mm processor and can run several different programs on one chip, matching Intel on that capacity. The first DGX A100 systems are already shipping. The U.S. Argonne National Laboratory will be using it to run applications researching COVID-19. Microsoft, Amazon, Google, Dell, and Alibaba are all on board, too. Systems start at $199,000, and NVIDIA argues the high price replaces 75 $5,000 servers. NVIDIA also announced that it will shift focus from autonomous cars to driver assistance tech. The Orange chips launched back in December will be used in a single architecture for all levels of automation. And finally, NVIDIA launched Clara Guardian, an edge AI system designed for hospitals. Using sensors, the system can check people for elevated temperatures, use computer vision analysis to monitor for social distancing, and do contactless patient monitoring. The system will use NVIDIA's EGX Edge AI chips, expected to be available in late 2020, and is currently in test deployments in 50 hospitals across China, France, Italy, and Israel, covering 10,000 hospital rooms. In a post on the Chromium blog, Google announced it plans to start blocking ads that use up too many system resources. Google said this would impact 0.3% of ads that mine cryptocurrency, are poorly programmed, or just not optimized for network usage. Chrome will set a limit of 4 megabytes of network data or 15 seconds of CPU usage in any 30-second period or 60 seconds of total CPU usage. Ads that are over that limit will have an error message displayed in the frame advising the user why the ad is not showing. The Chrome team will experiment with this feature in the next few months with plans to launch it in the stable channel of Chrome sometime in August. Facebook announced its Messenger Rooms group chat feature is now available to all users across mobile and desktop. Messenger Rooms allows up to 50 participants to chat with no time limit. Rooms can be created under the People tab in the Messenger app or at the top of the main Facebook news feed. Users can specify who can join and allow non-Facebook users to join calls. A new note from Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo claims that Apple plans to launch two new affordable iPads, a 10.8-inch iPad and an 8.5 to 9-inch iPad mini, expected to be released in the second half of 2020 and the first half of 2021, respectively. Kuo says the tablets will borrow from the iPhone SE strategy of offering a lower price point but featuring more up-to-date chips. Kuo also stated that Apple's upcoming AR glasses will launch in 2022 at the earliest. 
Nintendo announced Paper Mario Origami King will arrive for the Switch July 17th. It's the first major title Nintendo has announced for the summer. HBO has partnered with a startup called Scener to offer a Chrome extension that lets you co-watch HBO shows with folks over the internet, similar to Netflix Watch Party. Scener lets up to 20 people watch and do video, audio, and text chat together. Scener is also considering larger groups and talks about emulating Twitch's tips and shoutouts. Scener's Google Chrome extension supports HBO Now and HBO Go for macOS, Windows, and Chromebooks. Scener's primary investor is Real Networks. Apple confirmed it's acquired NextVR, a startup that streams sports and other content to VR headsets from Facebook, Sony, HTC, and Lenovo, among others. NextVR has deals with the NBA and Fox Sports. Amazon, Vogue, and the Council of Fashion Designers of America announced Common Threads Vogue and Amazon Fashion, a storefront featuring the fashion items from 20 designers like Betsheva Hay, Brock Collection, and Eddie Parker, designed to provide a space for smaller independent fashion houses to sell items while retail locations are closed. The partnership came as part of Vogue and CFDA's Common Threads grant program, which raised over $4 million to help the fashion support system, which Amazon donated $500,000 to. Designers can choose which inventory to sell, control pricing and imagery, and can use Amazon's fulfillment or their own. Amazon will charge its standard third-party selling fees, but will eliminate monthly fees, warehouse fees, and packaging fees. Hanhai Precision Industry, also known as Foxconn, reported its net income declined 89% in Q1 to $70 million. Overall revenue for the company declined 12% in the year to $31.02 billion. In the earnings report, the company stated it incurred $333 million in costs related to the COVID-19 pandemic, although some of this was offset with aid from the Chinese government. And finally, Microsoft published threat intelligence data related to COVID-19-themed attacks on GitHub. This data comes from trillions of signals each day seen across identities, endpoints, cloud, application, and email by Microsoft, and is already rolled into Microsoft solutions like Microsoft Threat Protection and Azure Sentinel. Microsoft also provided attack indicators to raise awareness of attackers' shift in techniques, how to spot them, and how to enable customized detection. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.